Welcome to the My St Albans podcast. Local people talking about the local area and their lives. For licensing and copyright reasons, we're unable to include the music originally broadcast with this episode. Here's Matthew Big. And good evening and welcome to My St Albans show number 21. We have the very talented Mr John Watts is on the show. Good evening, John. Good evening. How are you doing? Yeah, very well. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Um, For the listeners at home, I've known John in many ways over the last few years. Um, John, I I think it's only fair to describe you as a success um, in many, many ways. Um, Would you like to just give the listeners a brief rundown of your CV over the last few years? Over the last few? How how far back do you want me to go? (laughs) Oh, back to the beginning, my friend. Back to the beginning. Um, yeah, so it's, it's quite an interesting uh, story, my one, because when I was 18, I was in prison in a young offenders. Uh, I spent three and a half years there, during which um, I learned how to cook. So I learned to cook as part of the Duke of Edinburgh's awards. I became the first person in custody to be awarded the bronze, silver and gold. So I was at the palace three years later, being awarded my certificate. Um, and then I was employed by Jamie Oliver. Um Fortunately. So I worked for him for about five years uh, in Reading at first. Then I was going around the country doing restaurant openings because at the time they were very successful and they were opening restaurant after restaurant. And I ended up in St Albans, this little town that I never heard of before. <laughs> and uh, I ended up staying in St Albans. Um, I think they didn't have enough chefs. So they said, Does anyone want to stay? And for me, after what had happened, it was a fresh start. Um, so I went for it. So I was 22 at the time. Um, and then, yeah, the rest is history. Worked for Jamie Oliver for a couple more years and up and down the country. Uh, and then I started up on my own back in 2015. Started with a food truck, which I think you remember, John Street Food. Used to park up in town, do some private events with. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and then I've been pretty successful since after that. I had a corporate contract. Um, I've been lucky enough to get some other contracts. I've had one for the X Factor at one point. Um, I've cooked for a lot of celebrities. I've cooked for royalty. I I cook in Windsor Castle a couple of times a year. That sort of started off through the Duke of Edinburgh's Award because I did some stuff for them. But, you know, once I was seen by the other people around there, now I've ended up with a couple of events there a year. So I've had some pretty extraordinary experiences. Um, and, you know, I've had fun along the way. I've been a part of some adverts. Um, what else have I done? I've done a lot of stuff, but it's just been fun and, you know, a really good opportunity. Um, you know, aside from that, that's pretty much my life. My life is is the cooking, which I love. Um, I've been able to build up my own brand, which I love because everything I do, you know, I'm not in a restaurant being a robot. It's all my own stuff and it sort of comes you know, that journey that I've been on, I just very briefly described a very long story, comes through into the food, you know, I think that's what I love about it. Um, And, you know, around the food, I do spend time sort of, um, I haven't in the last year due to lockdown, but, you know, I spend time with youngsters via the youth offending team and I'll mentor them in any way I can, Um, sometimes finding them employment. I don't yet employ them myself, hopefully one day I can do that. Um, 
and you know I go into prisons and stuff as well occasionally um and and sort of give talks about my story and how it's changed my life so that you know that what I describe is very much you know I, I often say that I could hide away from it it wasn't in the media or anything if you google my name it's only stuff that I've allowed to be out there so I could hide away from it and you know crack on as normal sometimes I wish I did but I think it's quite a powerful story for a lot of people and and like I said it's it's part of my journey and it's sort of that being in the prison learning how to make I don't know um short crust pastry 12 13 years ago that's part of that same journey now that puts you know into the food that goes on a plate now and I think I don't know it means something to me I suppose is what I'm trying to say yeah yeah John you know I know that story and I wanted you to tell it and it's it, you know you're very honest you're very candid about it. like I I really like the way you talk about stuff and I think yeah, I, I, I know you in a couple of ways, but not everyone does know you in that way. And I think, um, yeah, you are a, a kind of massive success. And I'm, I'm glad you, I'm, I didn't know how it was going to go, but I'm glad you opened the show with that story. Um, and also, I only get an hour to do this show. And I know that some of the guests that come on, I know that I'd love to talk more. And you are, you are one of those. Um, but hopefully, yeah, Th thank you. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. Um, so 2015, you came to work in St. Albans. Was that about that time? Is that your uh, earliest memory? 2015 was when I started working for myself. Um, 2012, I moved to St. Albans. Okay. 2012. Yeah. And, uh, how did you find the city? I loved it. I think, you know, the, uh, at first sort of shot, you know, the cobbly streets, I don't know. It's just got a very sort of old... Well, it's got a historic vibe, obviously. You know, the cathedral is a very beautiful place. And something I still find with St Albans now, which is different to any other place, is the people just seem to be happier and friendlier. <laughs> I don't know, that's a very odd thing to notice, but I just find that it's got a very happy and friendly vibe around the whole city. It's just a very yeah. nice place you know, to be. Yeah, um, it's quite positive as well. It's quite a positive place to yeah. live and, yeah. and work and everything yeah um and also you know going back to your street truck that i lived off for a very long while <laughs> you know people like people will support people you know people will always support local people and i think that's uh, that's true um so song number one what have you got for us uh so lana del rey born to die just because i thought it was appropriate because that was a song high up in the charts when i first moved to st Albans. so for me, when I moved here, it was quite a scary time. I was out of my comfort zone. Still, you know, at 22, still feeling like a child. Um, and I didn't know what the future held at all. So, you know, the song doesn't necessarily mean anything to that, but it reminds me of that time. And that was Born to Die by Lana Del Rey. Uh, a nice tune to kick us off with. So, John... Um... If you could sum up St Albans in three words, what would it be? I would go for community, because I think there's a, it's quite a large place, isn't it? I don't know what the population is, over 80,000, I think. And there's still a small community feel to the place. I think most people would um, agree with that. Uh, I'd also go for historic. You know, one of my favourite places to go is just walking around a park and seeing the old ruins. 
um, and reading about, I think it was Queen Bodicea raising the city to the ground. I just think it's fascinating that that's right on the doorstep. You know, I literally back right onto that. Um, and then I would say trendy. One of the other things I noticed when I moved to St Albans was the amount of bars and restaurants in such a small area. Um, and even though I think the average age is probably not so low, it's a very sort of young vibe as well. Um, so me at 22, it was a very social place. So I just felt it was very sort of social, trendy. Yeah, yeah. I think trendy is a great word. I love that. I think um, we are, we're very lucky, I think, to have, um, I've said this before, we're lucky to have great food and drink and places to eat. Um, but also I think there's a, there's an audience that are willing to let people do that. You know, you can you can try new stuff and things can pop up and stuff. And we definitely have the right audience in St Albans to to let people sort of try those things. I think it's uh, that's really good. Um, we're, we're currently for the listeners at home. We're currently uh, recording at, at mid March, um, so we're still in lockdown three. So fingers crossed, those restaurants and bars they they open up soon. I, I don't think it's too long now. So, um, and what's your second song for us, John? What have you got for us? Uh, so I've gone for Hall of Fame by The Script. I just think this is a very, it's a feel-good song. It, um, you know some of those songs that just make you feel powerful? This, this for me is one of those, so nothing more than that. Yeah, yeah, great song, great song. I love this. Uh, looking forward to hearing it. Hall of Fame by The Script. And that was The Script Hall of Fame. Um, welcome back to My St Albans. We're with the very successful, very talented and very lovely John Watts is on the show. Um John, I think, um, quite an interesting question for you. Who's your St Albans hero? Um, I've gone with Alison Bainbridge, who I know you know well, um, through Kokora. I think he did the rebranding for them. Yeah. With yeah, yeah. a market research company based in St Albans. Because um, I think she's just an all-round, you know, great woman, a very successful businesswoman. She runs Raindrops and Roses, so, you know, giving back... Um, you know, given to charity through the shop. But then on a personal level, she's sort of um, very subtly, you know, given me a lot of advice um, and sort of helped to guide me a little bit, which I really appreciate. So, you know, on all those things, I would go for Alison Bainbridge. Yeah, I, as you say, I do know Alison. Uh, I know on a sort of a professional level. I think what I like about Alison is... She's a very successful businesswoman in St Albans. Um, but also, there's a part of her, especially with the Raindrops and Roses project, that doesn't get talked about. She never mentions it. Like, she's quite subtle in that. Um, I think she does a lot of stuff that people probably don't know about. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a great shout. Uh, um, yeah, good one. Uh, Alison, we love you. Um, so song number three, a bit of Elton John. What have you got for us? Elton John, I'm still standing. I just thought, you know, I watched Rocket Man the other day. <laughs> um, oh, quality. Yeah, that's it. Classic. <laughs> yeah, let's bring it on. Elton John, I'm still standing. And that was I'm Still Standing by Elton John. Um, yeah, you got to love a bit of Elton. Um, <laughs> Rocket Man's a great film. Great film. Um, so um, what's your hidden gem? I think this is a difficult one because, I mean, what's hidden? I'm not sure what's hidden. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if this covers it. I think my favourite spots around St Albans are the little... I love getting outdoors. So the little bits of countryside, you know, even though it's a city and you've got the cathedral and this town centre right there, there's still lots of little nice walks. I think Gorenbury for me, I love that little walk. You know, very... I don't know how to describe it. You know, nice little walk. And then you come across the old Gorenbury ruins and you're just in the middle of fields and then two minutes later you're in the town. So... I would yeah. say that, or, or yeah, any ruins, really. <laughs> yeah, I'm not we sure are that. surrounded by history. Yeah. We are surrounded by history, which is great. And Gorenbury, so for people that don't know where Gorenbury is, it's kind of to the left of the city. Um, if, you, if you're in the, the main park, it's sort of the museum end, sort of St. Michael's Manor type end. And... Um, what, what I love about Gornbury is people walk there and they sort of get to the hill and they think, oh, that's quite a big hill. And they, they've got like little people with them. They might sort of turn around and they don't quite make it up to the main house. But if you go past the main house, it's just beautiful. Like the ruins at the back and you can kind of go out, out the back almost towards Hemel. Um, and it's great. And um, we had Becky Alexander on the show and she was saying that Snorbins is really good because you don't have to travel far to then experience beautiful countryside and mm. you can get out and about really easily um which is great yeah i love gorenbury and then of course uh, the roman theater i've never actually been but obviously at, right at the beginning of gorenbury is the roman theater where i think they put on yeah. food and things outdoors and i think that's got to be a hidden gem one that i haven't seen yet so i can't really class that as my yeah. hidden gem no, no, no. Someone did say that. Yeah, I, I, I've, uh, I've yet to go. So, um, but I know it's there. And hopefully this year, there'll a bit of outdoor theatre would be just what what we need. I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Um, what's song number four? What have you got for us? So I've gone for Mister Mister with Broken Wings. Um, I've just always really quite liked this song. Um, I'm not one to know what words really mean. I tend to just listen to a song and it either means something or it doesn't, but I feel like it means something. <laughs> if I look at the lyrics, it might not mean what I think it does at all, but you know, I just think it's a great song. And that was Mr. Mr. and Broken Wings. Uh, welcome back to My St. Albans. We're with John Watts today. Um, John, I'm just going to briefly talk to you about social media. And you... Um, You've been amazing on social media during lockdown. You, you know, I, I understand your diary. I understand how busy you've been. But when I know for a fact that when you have a spare moment, you've gone on social media and you've cooked for people. You've shown us the way. You you know, you do these little kind of snippets about how to make stuff. And mm. my when my youngest boy went back to um, school and home economics, I'm going to tell you this story. He, he had to make something. And um, he made one of your dishes and uh, he, I, I don't know, he, you know, he could have picked anything out of a cookbook, but just the way that you present yourself on social media and how accessible you are and how cool you are. Let's not forget that you are, you're a cool young kid. And I think he just got that. He looked at your Instagram and I can't remember what he made. It was something, something, a lot of chocolate was in it. And um, yeah, that was uh, that was his home economics project. So uh, you, I wasn't very good at homeschooling. I'm going to put my hand up. I wasn't very good, but when it came to cookery, you helped me out, mate. Thank you. For that. <laughs> You're welcome. 
Are you enjoying the social media? Yeah, it's 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 been a bit crazy. Um, because I was yeah, I started sharing recipes, and I just started off by something that I happened to be cooking, and it went really well. Like I got a lot of good feedback, so I just carried on doing it, and I ended up at one point I was doing three or four recipes per week, and I was doing the video as you have probably seen step by step on the Instagram story, and then um. I was approached by this platform that just started where I can upload my recipes. So I've been putting them up in a written format. I've now got about 100 recipes on there. And then all these recipes saved in my highlights on Instagram as well. And it's boosted my following massively. So I already had quite a big following because of the cooking for a lot of celebrities and they get the tags and everything. But my Instagram wasn't more than just a few food photos before that. And it's gone all the way up it's about to hit 40k so by the time this guy's out hopefully it's on well into the 40 thousands um and i've got a real fan following i'm getting fan mail <laughs> i'm getting i had uh <laughs> somebody emailed me offering me money to go towards publishing a cookbook and things like that so it's really quite crazy that i've got this actual following but it's also kind of stressful i'm feeling the pressure a little bit to put the content out now so as soon as I do have a spare moment I yeah. am planning the recipes and I'm getting new recipes out there so I feel the pressure a little bit now but it's uh, been really fun I've been making money off of the advertising on the website platform as well which is growing every single month um, I think last month it had all, about 50,000 clicks or something which is quite quite good Wow. Um, yeah. Growing every month. That's this cool. month it's looking like it's going to be about 60,000 if it carries on the way it's going. So it's, you know, it's been fun. Oh, it's amazing. kept my mind off things. It's kept, clearly, has made other people's lives easier. Um, yeah, I feel like I found a new little passion. I'll carry it on for as long as I can, to be honest. And uh, for the listeners at home, how, uh, what's, your, what's your name? What's your username? How can people find you? John Watts 88. Cool. John Watts 88, yeah? John Watts 88. Uh, he's on Instagram, guys. Follow him. He's really cool. Um, so what's your uh, what's your perfect St. Albans day from start to finish? Right. So morning walk around Vrolamium. Hope, hopefully it's sunny. Um, so then I've put lunch from the uh, food market. So I love that about St. Albans, that we've got a good, good food stalls on uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, what would I go for? I like a peddling pizza. Um, yeah, I'd probably go for a pizza. And then film at the Odyssey. I think the Odyssey's such a brilliant place to have in town. Obviously, I haven't been in a long, long time now. But, you know, as anyone that's been there knows, it's not your average cinema. Um, so I would go to the Odyssey and watch a film. Dinner at Tabor. I think Tabor is probably my favourite restaurant in St Albans I think it's quite a unique style I love sort of Turkish Middle Eastern flavours um, so yeah dinner at Tabor and then drinks you know there's no end of places to go for drinks in St Albans um, hopefully they're all still there <laughs> yeah 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 I'll say that would be my perfect day starting off with a walk lunch on the market film at the Odyssey dinner and drinks that's a nice day there's a nice day I don't think a show goes past without someone mentioning the Odyssey. And yeah, we're lucky. We're so lucky to have that. Um, Tabor, I think, I'm glad you said Tabor. We had a debate uh, whether it's Tabor or Tabor. I'm, I'm going with you now. Now that you've said it, that's gospel. 
actually, I know the the actual pronunciation officially is tabare. Tabare, okay. And it means it's uh, in Turkish. It's a stool, a type of stool that they have. Oh, tabare. Okay. Everybody calls it tabor. So I used to say tabare because I worked yeah. there for a couple of weeks when they first opened. And oh, nice. So I was told by Julia, the owner, that it was tabare. And, uh, but I can't even call I mean, it tabare anymore. <laughs> I just go with tabor. I mean, regardless, it's just an amazing place to eat. It's just an amazing place to eat. It's, yeah, it's really cool. So, um, and um yeah that's a great that's a great day that's a great day um song number five what have you got for us so the living years by mike and the mechanics real feel-good song i think and that was mike and the mechanics the living years uh yeah good song like that uh welcome back to my st Albans. we're with john watts tonight um how you doing john all good yeah yeah loving it thanks for having me oh cool that's good so, John, I'm going to give you the chains. I'm going to give you the keys to the city. I'm going to give you everything. You are mayor for the day. What are you going to do? Okay, so I'm not sure if this is even down to the mayor. <laughs> I don't really know what the mayor does. But um, the only negatives I can find about St Albans is the roads and the traffic. This is this is everywhere. I know it is. But... Sometimes I do get a bit frustrated. It takes me 45 minutes to get onto the motorway and then 45 minutes to get, you know, 100 miles away. <laughs> Exaggerating. But, um, yeah. yeah, if I was the mayor for the day, I'd ban cars other than mine. <laughs> yeah. it's it, Lockdown was lovely without cars. And, what, you know, they've all started to just slowly creep back in and it does take a little bit of a while to get across town. I don't think the city really was built for cars in the first place, but course it, um yeah no that's good yeah john for mayor make the roads better please thank you uh song number six uh mumford and sons what have you got yeah mumford and sons the cave it's a classic one mumford and sons one of my favorite bands um i went to see them around the time i first moved to st albans actually because my girlfriend at the time loved them i didn't really know who they were and then ever since i've just loved all their stuff and i think this is one of their classics. And that was The Cave by Mumford & Sons. Great song choice there. Um, oh, John, we're slowly getting to the end. Um, so, future plans. Look, you've had an amazing, you know, few years. You've, you're always up to something and some really cool things. What, what have you got coming up? Anything exciting? Do you know what? With, with life being the way it is at the moment, um, it's a bit you know i can't really see too far into the future look before lockdown i did have plans for a cookery school in a deli and certainly the cookery school part you know a fun cookery school a community with a community feel is something that i would like to do um so perhaps perhaps that will happen in the future and i hope so um but at the moment i'm continuing with the hustle getting the money in which that's what it's become a bit of a hustle as you can imagine and um the recipes in between i'm focusing on the recipes and having fun with that and hopefully that will go somewhere as well you know the dream is to have a cookbook i need to think of some sort of niche i know they're a labor of love but i've got a lot of love so um 
But yeah, it's all a little bit uncertain. I'm in a good place at the moment where I can plod along. And that's what I feel like I'm doing at the moment, plodding along, waiting for that green light to go, and then we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm sure opportunities never far from me, so I'm sure something exciting will come up. Yeah, I, I, I think it will. I think we'll slowly come out of lockdown. I think slowly is probably the word. And, and you know, we'll start... Um, being again and we'll start you know creating again and oh man if if you cut I know you're going to come out of it and you're going to be flying as you always are but if you end up with a cookery school that is going to be so much fun that'll be brilliant um I wish you all the best on that I really do I hope well I'm not going to say I hope it comes off because I know you and it will come off so um yeah that's really exciting um what's your final song Final songs I've saved the best till last. I would say it's probably my all-time favourite song. You know, Feel Good, Makes You Feel Powerful, classic. And my favourite theatre show, I really enjoy the theatre, actually, in London. And um, this, the Tina Turner theatre show, I think it's called Tina Turner the Musical, is my favourite one. Um, you know, I found her story quite inspiring. I didn't know much about her, but, you know, she didn't have the easiest life at times. And... Uh, you know, coming from where I've come from, I can always relate to that in a way. And when somebody makes a big success after coming through hardship, you know, you just find it very inspiring. So, yeah, Tina Turner, the best. And that was Tina Turner, the best. And what a really lovely, uplifting song to to end on. Um, oh, John, you you've been a brilliant guest. Thank you so much. I I went through a period of time hating you. Uh, because you took the street food truck away from my lunchtime uh, uh, routine. Um, but it was for a reason, and you've gone on to do so many cool things, and you are inspiring, and I am in awe of you. I think whenever we talk and whenever I, you know, see you about town, and you're always up to sort of really cool stuff, you know, and you just you just create stuff and you go about stuff, and I think based on your history you know a lot of people would have sort of it would have ruined them but you it didn't it's inspired you to go on and on and honestly you're, you're a success story that I'm really really proud to know about so John Watts thank you so much for coming on My St Albans thank you very much thank you it's been a pleasure My St Albans was presented by Matthew Big production editing was by Troy Williams you can find more local people talking about their lives and the local area in the podcast series. Just subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. If you'd like to support our free podcasts, head to radioverulam.com slash donate. Thank you.